All right, let's try this again. <laughs> so, RT Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. Let's see if we actually have something going on here. Because apparently I clicked live. I was talking to myself. No one was here. And so, apparently, <laughs> it looks like I'm officially streaming. So, it's one of those things where I clicked, I clicked, I hit start. And so I had about 15 minutes. I had 14 minutes of talking to myself. <laughs> But it's all good. We're here. I'm going to make the best of it. So welcome to RT Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We're going to have some fun tonight. So I got a couple articles I want to share with you. <laughs> so it looks like I'm going to be starting all over again, but it's okay. So now we actually got some people here because I was wondering why the chat wasn't moving and no one appeared to be watching and I didn't get notified, but we're here. So I'm going to make the best of it. With that being the case, welcome to this live stream. So as you guys can see from tonight's title, we're going to be talking about France announcing that they're going to be getting to the digital currency game in 2020 and what i wanted to basically start off with was basically saying that it's a it's more of the same nothing new they're using two words digital currency on top of what has already been reintroduced to us or was it a part of their game plan originally and so i'm gonna come up I'm gonna, i came across an article here that lets me know that it might have already been in their plans but it happens to had it happened to have been sped up because of all this alternatives out here, supposedly. So we'll keep it moving. But uh, I want to announce that super chat there. So Justin, I appreciate you, my friend, as always, for being a blessing to the channel. You two trying to conceal the message. <laughs> Nathaniel, good stuff, man. So, yeah, so I was talking full 14 minutes to myself. Obviously, nobody was there. So we're here now, so I'm going to try to start all over again. And, of course, it only gets better. So with that being the case, welcome a couple people in the chat. We got Nicholas. We got BC Matrix. We got Jose. We got Killjoy. Says if France is having a nationwide strike and extreme gas shortages, would they be a good place for this to test? Killjoy, great question. And once again, uh, I don't think this is. I think they're as a as the article mentioned. I'm going to read in a minute. It, they're looking to get ahead of the competition as far as other central banks. So I don't think they're really concerned with how the people receive it. It's more so can they get the upper hand? As the article will will tell you in a second, because I already read the article when I was talking to myself prior to thinking I was live. So with that being the case, we keep it moving, but I'll definitely touch on that. We got Crypto Dino. It said, we got Scott. We got, uh, what else? We got Wolf. We got uh, Jose. And we got uh, Blunt News. Okay, so Blunt News has been here for a while. And so I saw Blunt News' continuous thread. I'm like, what's going on here? And I looked and noticed I wasn't even streaming. Talk that talk, Mike. Nathaniel, I appreciate it, man. So with that being the case, let's get right into it. Uh, I want to be short and concise this evening. You guys are here more than likely because you want to find out more about the bank and digital currency or the rebranding of what they're already doing. And the issues with that is that it's going to be a euro, supposedly, and then a sovereign national digital currency. So I'm not sure what they plan on doing, but the uh, French people are in for a world of hurt. So let's get right to our article here. And so this article here, uh, I use this one because the other one wasn't working correctly. And let me pull this up so you guys can see what I see. So here's a, here we have France's central bank to test digital currency, trial blockchain tech and banking functions. And so um, give you an idea, it says the digital currency race is heating up. It's a race now. It says Bank of the France, France Central Bank has announced plans to start testing a digital currency as early as the first quarter of 2020. So once again, France as a nation joined the European Union and gave monetary authority to the ECB, European Central Bank, 
So as of now, the ECB is responsible for the monetary situation for all 19 of those countries. But it looks like in 2020, France is going to lead the way. And then, of course, we know Mark Carney talked about the issues with Libra. So their UK is going to be rolling something out. And then it's good to say, I'm assuming Spain and all the, the troubled nations, Italy, Italy definitely needs one. So think about all those nations that are struggling big time right now. They're in need of issuing something new. But how how and what does that do to the euro? So if I was holding euros right now in savings, I would be really concerned because competition amongst national currencies is not a good thing. So we'll see. But it says the central bank's governor, Francois Velleroux, Galou says the creation of a central bank digital currency is a crucial is a crucial focus. Really, a so they call it a CBDC. So that's the acronym Central Bank Digital Currency. Here's the catch. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain what the, what the problem with this is and why this is just right in time heading into 2020. So speaking on Wednesday at a finance conference in Paris, Villaroy says he eagerly. He's eager to support the use of a CBDC in order to exchange and settle tokenized financial assets between financial companies. So a part of their reason to speed this up is that they want to get in on the opportunity of profiting off the inner the, the inner trade and the market, the actual market of companies using a, a faster so-called whatever coin cryptocurrency or digital currency so they're not doing it because the people actually need it they're doing it because they want to get involved with the technology and then they want to make sure that they're making profits amongst corporations because their biggest concern is that if companies come out with their own tokens or whatever that they'll be considered obsolete because once again why would you need your central bank's currency if you can just use your own shares of your company in a form of token and interact with customers directly. So they're trying to eventually force businesses to use this without disregard, with, with very little regard to what the what the public has to say. So yeah, but here's some quotes here that's very interesting. It says, we have to make our contribution to this innovation, but in a serious methodical way. You don't really have to make a contribution. You really don't, you've done enough. It says, quote, I see an advantage in quickly moving forward to issue at least a wholesale central bank digital currency in order to be the leading issuer in the world and thus reap the benefits of having a benchmark cbdc so their primary concern is being the first and reaping benefits so i wonder how the french people feel about that i'm sure they won't be too happy so this is something right here that lets me know that uh, part of 2020 expect every nation for the most part to roll out plans to further remove like here so here's this shirt right here it says the government demonetized gold and silver now they want our cash so all this digital currency talk is to remove this stuff right here the actual paper stuff and only limit you to digital illusions of wealth so are you surprised is the question are you surprised so let's check in with the chat and see what we got going on here. So it looks like it's a, a low low volume stream this evening due to the fact that a lot of people were not notified. I myself was not notified in a timely fashion. And so as I look at the stream now, it says only two people are watching or 53 people are watching. So either people aren't interested in this subject matter or 
they haven't been notified. But as always, when I when I end the stream, then they'll get a notification. Does that make any sense? But it is what it is. Okay. So we got low blood pressure. Spirit, where are you at? It says XRP will bridge all currencies, Jonathan. Uh, I, I don't doubt it. You know, it's one of the things where XRP at this current point will probably be utilized in all of this. But, you know, I personally never really got excited about XRP because it's not one of those coins that I feel comfortable supporting. To me, it's the equivalent of supporting it's, it's the equivalent of supporting the France digital currency in a sense. But yet you possess some of those in your wallet. But yet with these, you won't possess any of them. But those two entities still work together hand in hand. So are you really benefiting yourself in the long run or are you looking to profit off of the the profits initially, but also participating and speeding up this push to remove cash out of your own hand. So I don't know, just my two cents. So we got here, it says, because the dollar is off the gold standard, why is a dollar, why is a dollar and gold still connected? Uh, queen of credit, uh, it's connected. Only thing connects to gold itself and dollars is the, the, the benchmark price. So as of now, as of the global standard, of price of the spot price due to all the futures and commodities markets they everything is priced at this current moment in the reserve currency which happens to be the federal reserve note so that's the only real connection there is currently at this moment so yeah i started south carolina legal tender act throw through and started to buy the news really it says Zuber, low blood pressure. how are we going to buy at garage sales great point so i would imagine <laughs> There's going to be two two ways of doing it. Either you barter or there's going to be local digital currencies, local currencies that the community uses, or there's going to be, everything's going to be digital eventually where you're going to have to use your phone and just right there with your phone, you'll exchange value to them and you'll get the goods and services. So it's everything heading towards solely being used on your phone where you won't need paper. But XRP is a security. Uh... Could it be? I, I don't know. I don't follow XRP, to be honest with you, so I would be lying. But it's one of the things where I personally am not a big fan of it, so I don't really do much with it. So uh, once again, for those that are tuning in, it looks like more people might be catching wind of where we're doing something live here because more than likely you probably weren't notified. So by a show of, by a show of thumbs up the, from the people that's watching so that I can kind of get an idea as to you know what's, what's really going on out there. How many people who are tuning in currently were actually notified by you by by uh, via youtube via alert so by thumbs up let me know and if you are not notified you happen to just be scrolling through your news feed and you saw it and then you join give me a thumbs down in the chat so i'm curious to find out how you guys found out about the stream because once again doesn't seem like many people actually know about it, it says mike youtube hating the day you freezing up a lot tonight really i am oh my goodness yeah that's not that's never a good thing Never a good thing. But, uh, yeah, so we'll keep going, do the best I can, and get some more stories out there. So I have more stories worthy of talking about. So I want to get right into the next article. And so here's something that uh, I'm not sure. And, this, of course, this is everything I talk about is all pure opinion-based. None of this is financial advice or anything of that nature. It's just one man's opinion. But I, I like seeing stories like this because I'm, I'm curious as to how many people receive this type of information from respected advisors of theirs in the form of financial advisors, your 
whoever you whoever helps you with your planning for your future how many people are saying gold might be a good buy for 2020 and beyond this next decade might be good for gold given the fact that the repo market is going crazy central banks are pushing to go digital you might want to get you a gram or two <laughs> so i'd be curious to find out but this is an interesting article from Barron's. It says gold is up 15% this year, expected to keep rallying in 2020. And so once again, once you see Barron, which happens to be one of those upper echelon type of uh, news report syndicates owned by the people in the know, that lets me know what their plan is. And so they're planning on letting gold probably do a little bit in 2020. So if you thought it was expensive now, wait until 2020. <laughs> yeah so let me see what's going on here it says my analysis projects that gold will resume its rally in the coming weeks and so the, here's the question why will gold be rallying in the couple in, in the coming weeks so there's approximately maybe three weeks left in, in 2019 before we hit 2020 and due to the fomc meeting on the 11th due to the trade situation which won't be ironed out due to all the other announcements and events coming i would imagine he's factoring in the current environment we're in as to why he's probably saying that it's a good thing that gold is probably going to do a good bid pretty soon. So thought this was something worthwhile that we're being told to expect gold to rally. Therefore, if gold rallies, I would anticipate silver rallying as well. Next article here from Mr. Simon Black, former uh, guest here on RTD a long time ago, says gold has outperformed the stock market over the last year. And so it says, over the last 12 months, let me zoom in some. No, thank you. Over the last 12 months, over the last 12 months, the price of gold is up 21.1% handily, outperforming everything from the S&P index in the U.S. to stock markets in China, Europe, and Canada. Mr. Dan Goldberg, I appreciate that love offering, my friend. What a blessing to the channel you are. Thank you for doing so. It says gold has even outpaced the stock's price of many of the world's top pop, most popular tech investments like Netflix, Tesla, and Amazon. So once again, these are the FANG stocks, give or take. Not Tesla, but I'm not a big fan of this particular paradigm here just because, I mean, unless you know what you're doing, to me, it's literally you're literally going to the casino these days because there's no true valuations of any kind. So I'm not even excited about gains that can come from your portfolio appreciating nominally, but yet all along the purchasing power is probably going to be diluted heavily. So we have a call. Let's see if we can get somebody on here. See how this goes. Tonight is starting off extremely interesting. But let's go. Here we go. Caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? All right, one second. Man, well, give me that give one second. It's a slow night. Okay, once again, where are you calling from? What's your name? Uh, my name is Lionel. I'm calling from Chicago. All right, from Chicago, my friend. How you doing? What's in your mind tonight? Um. Yeah, I see the... You're talking about France and its digital currency. You mean myself, I cover cryptocurrency. Yes, sir. What, what are your thoughts? Say again? No, I'm sorry. What, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking? Well, France have to do this. They have to make a pivot. Uh, as I always say on my channel, uh, we're living more and more like the 
You say what you say we move it, you say we live in what? I'm sorry, say it, say it. say it one more time. Can you hear me clearly? Yeah, I can. I'm sorry. So yeah, I can. Yes, go ahead. Okay. So like I say, we are living in the more multipolar world, meaning there's more than one superpower. Mm-hmm. You have China, uh, Russia, India, it's slated to be a superpower next more in this century. Mm-hmm. Just by just on strength of their, their the youth of their country, mm-hmm. and you have America, right? But so we have China that is doing their digital renminbi or digital yuan, mm-hmm. and they've actually been working on this since 2014, 2015. Early mm-hmm. ports, yeah. And they're into more cashless society, as you know, Weibo. They do a lot of things through Weibo, make doctor appointments, buy things you know, somebody sell things. Mm-hmm. And they're coming out with their digital currency supposedly next year. So because we're living in the more multipolar world, you have China that's capitalizing on blockchain and cryptocurrency. More digital a more digital economy. Mm-hmm. So that means America, we've seen reports that America's working on a digital currency. And now you have other superpowers such as France, they have to make a pivot. Mm-hmm. They can't be left behind. Right. They have to do this. Right. So to me, when I see things like this, you have Canada and others uh, doing the same thing. It's a pivot. Mm-hmm. They have to follow suit. Right. They don't want to get left behind. Right. Now, question for you is, what's the likelihood that this is a, just just a happenstance or was this strategically planned for around this time frame as they probably had a heads up that they were going to be eventually losing control of the monetary system due to the very nature of how it's debt-based, so they needed to begin positioning themselves. Per economists, the reputable economists want to say, articles that economists share on both uh, mainstream and other type of media avenues, you see that the world has had it through a state where the system has to change. Mm-hmm. You can't continue on the system and expect things to change. Right. The debt base, you know, the debt around the world is at high, high amounts. Mm-hmm. Now you have something that's part of another industrial revolution. It's time a technological revolution in blockchain. Yeah. And you, you even have cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Um, this is part of the fourth industrial revolution, which allows you to have a financial system that's more reliable than the financial system now. Yeah. So because of that, countries are seeing this. They may not be as gung-ho on blockchain, but in the future, five years, 10 years, they will. Yeah. Because this allows you to, A, get off the current standard of the, the dollar, mm-hmm. have your own digital currency, and trade back and forth with other mm-hmm. current uh, countries at a seamless rate. Like 5G. 5G is seamless. Yeah. Low latency. Uh, you don't have these Nostra Volstra accounts where you're ha- you have to have a pre-funded account in another country in order to send them money. Mm-hmm. That money you're sending in another country doesn't have to be okay by a super... may, may not have to be okay by a superpower mm-hmm. because we're living in a more multipolar world. So I see someone says they don't like cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. but 
it's hard to say that when Fidelity is in the space, BlackRock yeah. is in the space, yeah. NC Bank is in the space, and all of these, not not just banks, but, but government mm-hmm. institutions are in the space. Yeah. You don't have to like it, but it's happening the anyway. adoption <laughs> will almost force you to like it. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. So watch this. I appreciate you calling, my friend, and sharing that. And so definitely, yeah, we are definitely heading in that direction. And I recognize that that's the, that's, the, that's the preferred method for a lot of people. But yeah, I'm still like, I'm not in a rush to solely go digital. Because once we go solely digital, there will be no, no going back to what we, you knew before as far as actually having something you can hold in your hand and be able to do business with in the form of currency, even though it's not worth much, but it's something. So once that leaves... We're going to be forced to solely do everything through our phone and whatever else they try to issue our way. So, but hey, man, yeah. I appreciate you calling in from the shy though. How's everything out in the Chicago area? Oh, you know, it's you know, cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> well, well, hey, well, thanks for calling in. I appreciate right. you as always, buddy. Thanks. How's it going? Yeah, you too. Yeah, man, good stuff. So it looks like the you know the computer's buffering or whatever. So once again. It was all good. For whatever reason, it's not working as smoothly as it should. Hopefully, you guys can hear me. From my phone, it looks like it's buffering. So we're going to get ready to dial back pretty soon. Got a couple more articles I wanted to try to touch on. And so this one right here is a definitely a good article here because it talks about how well gold has performed. And so definitely, it's one of the things where we can, we can make a move and push for all the digital things. And we can tout a lot of the benefits of the blockchain and all those things that all the properties that have been introduced to us, but it's one of them things is that like I just mentioned. It, it it it's convenient, it's easy, and it is going to be the future. But realize it's an it's go we're t- we're heading to a future that will not be truly inclusive and a good representation of what we will probably want to be a part of. Put like that. So it's one of them things where I'm not a hater of cryptocurrency. But I'm not an advocate either. So it's one of them guys I recognize it is what it is. And so it's one of the things where I, I I personally, if it if it does well, that's great. If it doesn't, that's even that's great as well because I'm not, you know, gun ho and dependent upon it directly. I just need something to 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 as an intermediary between me and the things I need, whether it's gold, silver, crypto, whatever, I don't care. I just need something that uh, preferably is tangible, something I can hold. But if not, I'll deal with that the rest of when I when I get there. So, but good points there. Good points there. So let's talk about some of the issues we're having here. So I think this is a good article here. And so this is uh, a giant house of cards: how the era of easy money may come to haunt a slew of debt-ridden companies. So at this current moment, <laughs> and this is this plays into the problems with um, this plays into the problems with employment. Because a lot of corporations, especially the publicly traded companies, have went into a debt. They've went into excessive debt because it was so cheap. And now when it's time to pay it back, they're going to have problems. So what will they have to do? They're going to have to lay off some and downsize in order to free up some liquidity to pay that payback debt as well as to, con- con- to continue current operations. And so this is a good article. I'm assuming it says... U.S. corporate debt, excluding financial firms, surged more than 50% since 2008 to around $10 trillion, a record 47% of the of gross domestic product, according to the St. Louis Federal Reserve. So corporations are more than half or almost half of our total 
economic income in a sense in debt and here's the problem if rates go up they can't afford to pay it back so all these corporations that borrow into this 10 trillion will have to address whether it be their own sovereign bonds they issued or whatever it is they did to accumulate 10 trillion the likelihood of them paying that back is non-existent so someone will be on the receiving end or lack thereof of the debt that's owed to them and it's one of the things where it says a flow of easy money meant see sweet dreams could come. It says management's used to cut rate borrowed money for new product launches, acquisitions, stock buybacks, and dividend boosts, all the hallmarks of the economy's current expansion. So all this debt here, this ten trillion has gone into keeping this expansion going, and it's profited the shareholders of the corporations primarily with stock buybacks and dividend boost so this 10 trillion basically was borrowed very little very little of that was probably gone to innovation and improving the corporation as opposed to buying their own shares back and of course all those shares went up in value and guess who got out a year or two ago the people in the boardroom and so guess who's left holding the bag the individual who has no clue that they're holding on to a rehypothecated share of a corporation that will probably go bankrupt in the next decade. Unfortunate. So I will share this. Of course, there's more information in there if you guys want to dive into it for yourself. Thought I would just touch on the surface. And one thing I'm not liking is as I'm watching, watching myself, I'm buffering. So uh, that's not good. That is not good at all. But I got a, another article I want to share that I thought was worthy of our time. Here's an issue, <laughs> and this is where having something physical in your hand in the form of paper is still a value because in this current environment, there's nations that are experiencing major problems that could use something physical in their hand, where digits solely will be of use if it's decentralized, but if it's centralized in the form of it coming from the government directly and, and having to go through their coffers only, with no outlet into the into their own personal private hands, then you have a problem. So that's the biggest thing with central centrally controlled digital currencies. All the wallets, all the the, the payment processes, the trans the transferring back and forth of these CBDC central bank digital currencies will all be tracked, traced, and controllable. And so that's one thing people don't realize that you're giving up certain freedoms by solely going digital and so to rush into a trap is not something that's really exciting to me that's why i'm not gun-ho over touting and promoting certain projects and whatnot because they're all speculative in nature because in general the foundation of this new techno technological age we're going into is blockchain based but it's done deliberately like and so that's where i, I struggle with you know individuals that they're excited about the potential disruption, but not realizing that it was already planned. So you're, you've been sold something that was pre-planned for this time frame and certain projects look promising. So it has certain people excited. So they're promoting them rushing into a digital world where it's a part of the trap. It was, it's all a trap is what I'm saying. Like going solely digital is a trap is not to benefit you in the long run in my personal opinion. Of course, this is all one man's opinion. But if you know you're being set up 
if, okay, I, me personally, I believe I'm being set up. So I'm not like looking forward to walking to a booby trap. I'll take my time going there. Knowing I got to go there anyway, I'll take my time in a sense. So that might be a little bit harsh, but I assume you get what I'm saying. It says, Mike, you got more bolivars than the average guy in Venezuela. <laughs> Speaking of bolivars, let me see. I have some around here somewhere. I don't. Yes, I do. I, got, I don't. I got some around here. Rampel says, you, you'll be living in hyperinflationary depression equal the Babylonian utopia. I was sold, I was sold a bill of goods. <laughs> Digital money equals a dark mark of the beast. Yeah, I've been hearing more and more about the words mark of the beast more and more these days. And I think we're just at the beginning. Like we're, I think we're still quite some time away from the mark from the biblical standpoint. I can see being tagged and chipped and stuff like that, but the actual mark itself, I think we're a little bit away from that point, me personally. It says, Mike, will the government try to confiscate silver like they did gold in the past? Nathaniel, they could try, but I'm not sure how they would accomplish that because it takes a it takes a joint effort amongst law enforcement, government policy, and the citizens not rebelling <laughs> along the way. So that those three things probably won't line up in the next decade because there's gonna be more more than enough problems on the power on the government's hands to where they're not gonna be really concerned with trying to get everybody silver and gold. Cause they really don't have to get it. All they gotta do is pass some type of law saying that it's an eight ninety five percent capital gains tax or or whatever, which will definitely eat, eat away any type of nominal value to, to in, in taxation form. So there's all types of ways out of it. So I'll let you consult your financial advisor on that officially. But it says there are more dollars in Venezuela than there are Bolivar. So here's some interesting numbers. This is going to be the last article. Then we're going to dial back. So let's see if I can zoom in a little bit. There we go. It says physical dollars now account for more than half of all retail transactions as the amount in circulation has increased as high as 2.7 billion in Caracas, it says that's three times the value of all cash bolivars in existence and combined with the amount of whatever, whatever. So, got a call. Let's see what this call is about. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's no blood pressure. Call Chris Christie. Hey, well, how, you doing how you doing, my friend? What's on your mind tonight? Good, good, good. I wanted to just tell you, uh, this this, uh, this all digital system, it's not going to work for the fiat. Mm-hmm. Digital currency, I don't think it'll work here in America. You're always going to, how, how am I going to go to garage sale and, and buy something, you know? I, I, I think there's, there's going to have to be always a dual system, either with silver or with paper or I don't know. But I, I don't think, it, even if they try to push us into full digital, it's not going to work because nobody can enforce it, you know? Yeah, and I think like always, nothing occurs overnight. And I think right now, introducing it slowly but surely through App, all those type of app, you know, swipes and tap your phone, tap your watch, tap your key ring and all those features that are being introduced. It won't be until the end of this current generation. So your children, if you're if you're a parent, my children will be the generation that will more than welcome anything in the form of digital because all they know already is the convenience of an app. So it won't be me and you primarily. It's going to be the younger generation that have no problem whatsoever going right into a digital world solely because that's all they know at this current moment. They don't know, apart from what you teach them about silver and gold, they don't know the historical aspects and what, what they're losing by going in that direction. So 
It won't be you and me, but it'll be our the next generation after us that will seal the deal. Yeah. One more. One more thing, Mike. Yeah. This whole thing of money, it's all voluntary. You volunteer to exchange for paper. You volunteer to exchange for digital. You volunteer. Without the volunteering, there's no way to enforce. So I don't know. I, I still don't think, I don't think I'll ever see it, even in my lifetime, or my kids, uh, all digital, you know? But yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I, so I don't think it'll be all digital, but yet 10, 20 years, digital transactions will rule the day because they already do now. So... And so certain countries in Europe don't use much paper. So paper is looked at a hindrance now on top of all the things we're sold about money laundering, counterfeiting, all that stuff like that. So even the people are buying into it. So it doesn't take much time for things to catch on in the form of a trend. And of course, everything comes with being offered some type of convenience and it's going to improve your life. So why wouldn't you do it? If you can just put all your money on your ring and tap your ring whenever you go in a store, why wouldn't you want to do that low blood pressure? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know why I wouldn't. <laughs> I understand that, man. I appreciate you as always. <laughs> All right, have a good day, Yeah, Mike. you too. <laughs> yes, sir. Interesting stuff, man. It's always good to hear your voice, low blood pressure. Appreciate you. Uh, so I want to touch on um, the NATO situation. So someone brought to my attention earlier on, or this is probably in the, in the previous live stream that didn't work properly, but here's something here that I think is interesting. And so it looks like as of today, according to what this article says here, NATO summit ends with Trump calling Trudeau two-faced at the video of world leaders apparently mocking the president. So it looks like uh, President Trump's feelings was hurt. And because of that, he was insulted. So he might be pulling out of NATO, which is not necessarily a bad thing because now I think NATO is something that's old, old and outdated and need to be resolved. Because once again, NATO only is about war technically. And so I'm not for a war at this current moment. We need as much peace as possible. And so it, said, and so it was on Wednesday morning that Trump presented a sulking, brooding president as he slapped down Trudeau as a two-faced and engaged with other foreign counterparts in his scheduled state here outside of London. So yeah, so it looks like President Trump was offended, so he might be pulling the trigger on removing us out of NATO 100%. And so once again, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Not at all. So let me check in with the chat, and then we're going to get ready to dial back this evening. Things started off relatively shaky due to the internet, and it looks like, you know, looks like I'm buffering as I'm watching my own stream here. So once again, please outside my control. And it says, rethinking, I said, seems to me like the smart strategy would be to sell the metals at a profit during the recession and use it to buy rescue businesses in exchange for shares. Spirit King, sounds like you got a game plan there, my friend. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I believe there's definitely, there's definitely a variety of strategies that can be used. And so, uh, Bitcoin Ben says, "Love the content. See you Saturday, Mike." Definitely, Bitcoin Ben. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you as always for being a blessing to the channel. Uh, definitely looking forward to hanging out on Saturday. Um, it's gonna be a good one. Um, so, what was I saying? What was I saying? Um, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, so so strategy-wise, there's all types of strategies, I'm assuming, for people to in, enter and exit. And it's one of the things of what works best for you. What uh, What is your game plan, ultimately? What, what do you hope to accomplish in in this next transition? And so this is where, you know, I get real cautious of what I should, what I say, because up to this point, we've all talked about 
the obvious. The obvious is that the monetary system is changing. They're going to take away our currency. They're going to give us digital. And we're being transitioned to blockchain. And so we, I guess we're supposed to be excited for it or overly excited for it. But once again, I believe we're being set up. I believe this is all part of a bigger grand scheme that will not be of true benefit to humanity in the end. And so I'm of the mindset, you know, your your formal, your formal, your formal and for, foremost plan should be a lot greater than what you stand to profit in this next decade, as opposed to what can you contribute to those that will be in need of help. Because there's 7 billion people of which only right now 104 or so people are tuning in. So therefore only a only a couple million actually know about this transition that's underway now. So there's going to be more than enough people that need help. How will you help those people should be our primary concern. Once you take care of your own to the best of your knowledge, then what service can you be to other people? And I think if we were more concerned with how could we be of service to people to help people as opposed to what we stand to profit off of all this I think we would enter into a much better decade and have a much better and more um, have more compassion for individuals heading into this reboot of our monetary system. Because as of now, if we go into this, you know, next decade or plus with the mindset of how can I position myself to profit and make all this money? Once again, the question, will you be able to enjoy it fully if the rest of the world around you is struggling? So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a lot of things we got to talk about outside of just the financial and the monetary stuff and the food and water, all the preparatory things. Sure, those are important, but then it boils down to your contribution. And that's what I'm excited to start talking about in January of 2020 uh, with what I believe I feel led to share in regards to helping people where it counts most. So this information here, me more, more, more than likely I'm reciting the same thing over and over again, talking about the problems we have. And life is more than our problems. Life is about helping people up and helping provide opportunities for other people to reach their full potential because we're all living well beneath what we're capable of. So I don't want to go on, oh, you know, we are the world, heal the world speech, but you get what I'm saying. So, um, yeah. Anyway, with that being the case, Simon, what's up, my friend? How you doing? Uh, what else? Any other thoughts, any questions out there? If no thoughts, no questions, I'm going to get ready to dial back. Today's been a very busy day, a lot of videos, and also, I can't help but share. I can't help, I can't help but get you guys caught up to date. So, for those being the case, for those, and once again, this is a good part about it. It's not for everybody. It's only for those that feel led to do so. I want to present an opportunity for you guys because I'm excited. As I mentioned, check the video I did earlier on generational wealth. And so, this little project here really excites me because this uh, instrument right here, this is a primary candidate for some generational wealth. So I have the RTD Scary George collectible round. So this bad boy right here. So I got it right here. Five ounces of pure beauty. This thing is thick and as heavy as I don't know what. But it's a limited edition set. And so this is my contribution to help those that want to be a part of something unique. And the fact that there will only be 100 of these as well as those that want to position themselves in something that you can feel, something that you can hold in your hand, something that you can toss around. And as always, I can't help but share with you, I have a lot other things I'm working on as well, which is going to be very exciting. And so between having the small one right here and then having the big one, you see the difference in those two. They're interesting. 
So this is six ounces right here. Stuff that I'll, you know, I prefer to just sit around, lock it up, store it up, never touch it, come back 50 years later, give it to my grandkids. That's what it's for. So it's not about me. It's like this, this, this stuff is not about me. I, when I sold this to my kids, they were like, wow. I'm like, hey, you know, this is not for me. This is, this is for you guys. So that's just my two cents. But once again, if you guys are interested, information is beneath this video here. Get your weight up. Get heavy. The heavier you are, you won't be, you won't, you won't have as many problems if you're sitting heavy in a financial sense. But once again, that's not everything. So in some sense, that's just one part. Of, that's just one thing that you can kind of control in the meantime. But it goes a lot deeper. So if that been the case, people, it has been great hanging out this evening. I'm about to dial back. It's been 41 minutes. And I appreciate everybody who's been tuning in thus far. And so if that been the case, be blessed, be safe. I will see you guys on the other side. And as also, I got a lot more things coming up. And so if you guys are interested in being a blessing to the channel consistently, the Patreon portion gives you an opportunity to do so. There's different ways of being a blessing. And of course, for supporting me, I'm going to make sure you always get first dibs and get discounts at all the things I, I do so that uh, I can you know make sure I'm delivering value to you. That's my contribution to you. So that being the case, be blessed, be safe. Peace. Hey, sorry for this interruption, but I wanted to bring something to your attention. If you've been enjoying this live stream, why don't you partner with me and be a support to the channel via Patreon membership for just a minimum of $5 a month. All you have to do is scroll down beneath this video here, click the Patreon link, then consider donating as little as $5 a month toward the channel. A little bit of crumbs can go a long way, and I appreciate your support. Now, let's get back to this live stream.